Hello and welcome again to another episode of Jam XP. I'm your host, Jam Jess. And I'm your co-host, Chris TFS. On this episode, we are going to talk about past tours that we really enjoyed. And we're also going to mention a bunch of upcoming tours that will be happening, I believe, mostly in the fall is when they're coming up. So with that said, let's get into it. Sure. Do you want me to share some tours that really stuck out in my past? Yes, I do. All right. So my number one, if anyone listening can guess what band is going to be number one. I bet I know. It is Silverstein. Oh my gosh, never. I would never have guessed. (laughs) In 2005, they hit the road with Under Oath with Sullivan and Since by Man. Silverstein was supporting the release of Discovering the Waterfront. Fun little fact at that show, I had the lead singer of Since by Man make my voicemail greeting on my phone. Also fun little fact, Since by Man is a band from Milwaukee. Good to know. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if he's still hanging around or what he's doing today. He always put on a really good show. He's kind of crazy on, on stage. For real. For real. The venue I saw them in, no air conditioning. However... It's a famous venue here in Syracuse. At the time, it had temporarily changed names from the Lost Horizon to Club Tundra. And they made all the ambiance seem like it was covered in ice on the inside, but there was no air conditioning. Fun. So everyone complained. As a matter of fact, I had reached out at one point to Shane Told about his side project, River Oaks, and I mentioned that show. And he was like, yeah, they spent so much money in proving the ambiance inside but couldn't afford fucking air conditioning yeah i mean that's kind of how it goes at a lot of venues yeah unfortunately aside from that the next one that stuck out to me was the haste the day and it dies today tour 2006 the crowd energy was intense and jimmy put the microphone in front of my face so i got to sing some of walk on so yeah I i didn't see that tour that was a great one The next one that sticks out for kind of a different reason. So I was a little bit into The Darkest Hour, and they went on tour with a band called Versus the Mirror in 2006. And before the tour came, I researched Versus the Mirror, looked up some of their music, and I really liked it. They only had one album at the time. I want to say it was on Victory. I can't remember who their record label was. So I go to the show, and they open up their set for a song. And during the in-between portion of two songs, he explains somebody had robbed their trailer and they all their equipment was gone. And that really stunk. So at the that time, ha- I, that happens a lot. It really does, unfortunately. And I think that's why a lot of bands don't like staying at hotels. Mm-hmm. So I emptied my relatively small bank account and donated my money to them. Well, that was very nice. And I was you. like, here, take my you you need it so the next one is the set your goals and four year strong tour in 2009 that was a great great show i've seen four year strong many times previous to that but i hadn't seen set your goals yet so that was a great show in 2010 a day to remember in silverstein went on tour together uh at the time my wife was seven months pregnant six or seven months pregnant and her feet started hurting in the middle of the show and we got free access to the vip section so we could sit down hmm. so that was fun and that was on a balcony that was at the ritz uh in tampa 
and we got to go sit in the special area. Nice. So I have two more. This one isn't really a tour, but every Christmas for a long time, every time I died at a Christmas special, we went to the 2016 show. It was this relatively small venue that was split between two floors. The bigger venue was upstairs. So we saw them in the upstairs venue. And when we were in line waiting to get in, there were these two guys from Pittsburgh. I mean, they were wearing like Pittsburgh jerseys and all this other stuff. And everyone, as they passed, just kept yelling, yeah, Pittsburgh, the <laughs> whole night. We get to the door and he couldn't find his tickets. Nice. But an hour later, he was inside. So I think he found them somewhere, whether it was in the car or from the parking lot to the venue. But amazing energy at the Every Time I Die show. And I, I'm sorry, listeners, you can probably hear this. I keep slapping my keyboard you, you or my desk. You can probably hear that in the mic. I don't really hear it. I'll try and stop. No, but you can pick it up in the recording, I've noticed. So with that being said, uh, I probably had way too much to drink that night. Lots of Red Bull and vodka. Uh, the last one is going to be a little bit of a shocker. There was a very off brand college tour that happened with two victory bands and these two bands were hawthorne heights and catch 22 hmm. it was such a weird mix of a crowd but the whole energy was amazing i had to mention that for anyone who didn't know i used to be a huge ska kid that was actually probably primarily the the large gap in between Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and then getting into the the emo. I was introduced to, to ska by a bunch of people I skateboarded with yeah. back in the day. I mean, I loved a lot of ska bands back in the day as well. And Who was your favorite ska band? Catch-22. I love Suburban Legends. Suburban Legends was good. I think at Warp Tour, I saw one year Mustard Plug and something planet planet smashers ah yeah i thought you were gonna say silent planet and i'm like i don't think they were ska no i, I almost said phantom planet but they were the ones who did california the yes, OC theme they did so it was close i almost messed that up uh okay so how about yours i mean i have a huge list but i'm gonna start my list with larger tours that were like I guess kind of considered tiny festivals now. Uh, I just remember in 2003, the Honda Civic Tour came came Ball through. Boy, to plus mil- 44. The 2003 one was Good Charlotte and Newfound Glory, at least not in Milwaukee. You went to Milwaukee. Okay. I'm going to do some research as you continue your list. All right. I'll continue on with my list. Now, this is three years pretty much in a row 2005 take action tour i loved going to take action tour because i loved what take action tour meant yes and was done for uh in 2005 i mean the lineup was sugar cult hawthorne heights hopes fall the early november and i think maxine plain white tees and amber lynn might have played milwaukee but i could not verify who the smaller bands were in Milwaukee. They said they rotated or were on select dates. And I could not figure out who was actually in Milwaukee. 
And then 2006 Take Action Tour was Matchbook Romance, Amber Pacific, and Early November Again was on that. And I think they were bigger then in 2006. And then in 2007, we had Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, Emery, Scary Kids, Scaring Kids, and A Static Lullaby. So that's, I mean, that tour was always great when it came through. And it visited a lot of cities, so it definitely helped with the scene. And then I will go on to my next one, which is Taste of Chaos 2005. And that was also in Milwaukee. And the bands that were on that was The Used, A Static Lullaby, Bleed the Dream, Kill Switch Engage, My American Heart. And I saw that it said My Chemical Romance, but I like, were they? I feel like I they would have been higher up. But Bleed I don't the Dream. Know. There, there's a band I haven't heard in a long time i don't know if my chemical romance was very big yet in 2005 i'm gonna jump back for a second i don't have i don't have the milwaukee information specifically supporting newfound glory and good charlotte was eve six hot rod circuit less than jake mxpx stretch armstrong the movie life and the disasters sounds about right i mean i definitely loved mxpx and i know who else did you mention again less than jake yeah, less than Jake. Hot Rod Circuit. Eve Six? I mean, Eve Six is old school. Yeah. That's 90s. But I will go on with my list. We'll go back to Taste of Chaos 2007. That was The Used, 30 Seconds to Mars, Aiden and Chiodos, plus Seosin and Senses Fail. So, I mean, I went to a lot of shows that were a lot of the same bands every year. Who but headlined I, that? That was The Used was the big one and i remember that was in the ballroom i believe at the rave in milwaukee because that's the biggest venue the biggest stage but now i have a few smaller ones that i want to talk about that i really enjoyed uh this one is kind of an interesting one um simple plan played at the waukesha county fair I don't remember which year. I think it was 2006 or 2007, but I literally could not find it anymore on Google. I swear I used to be able to, but I cannot remember when they played it. But it's just funny that they played a a county fair. (laughs) And I remember I got a drumstick at that show. A couple of years ago, I think it was, well, four years ago at this point, 2019, uh, at the New York State Fair, all-time low played and i was shocked and it was so funny to see everybody flock from the fairgrounds over to where the free concert stage is where all-time low played and here come all the elder emos out of the woodwork from the rest of the fair nice filling this giant park it was it was a sight i mean the simple plan one at the county fair they had a really good crowd it wasn't like a super rowdy crowd but my friend my friend candace and i pushed our way up front So we were like front row for that. So you were the rowdy ones because you pushed. I guess. (laughs) And then I go the alternative press tour in 08. However, there was a date in Milwaukee, but then there was like a smaller show in Rockford that really stood out because it was like, it was at this, like, it was called the Forest Hills Lodge in Rockford. It was literally like some vfw or something and you would not have thought that tour would randomly play there but it was like a tiny place 
And so it was like really nice because it was more intimate in a way mm-hmm. than like a giant stage. But I mean, that tour was all time low, the Rocket Summer and the matches plus Forever the Sickest Kids played as well. So, I mean, that was when I was really getting into Forever the Sickest Kids even more. Plus, I've always loved my matches. Yeah. And they put on a great show. And of course, after the show, you got them playing an acoustic set in the parking lot because they That's were known awesome. for that. They were known for playing acoustic sets. I don't remember if when I saw them, if they did that. I think I saw them in 05. If I'm not mistaken, I don't remember if they did an acoustic set after. I mean, they might have, and you just didn't know about it. Maybe. They did a lot of them. I mean, they played a small venue in Milwaukee called Mad Planet. And literally, the matches are, they played an acoustic set outside. And it was for like 10 people (laughs) that stuck around. And you got Justin, who plays bass. He's sitting there with a, a hair straightener clicking it because he doesn't have an instrument (laughs) and it's just funny i love i love stuff like that it just makes my heart happy then let's go on to a show i went to all by myself i went with nobody not one not one person it was uh i had to go it was story of the year at the cubby bear in chicago and that was in 2010 and they played with seosin but that was great. Like it was a bar and I got real close and I got some really good pictures and I got to have a good time. Plus I ran into, and uh, yeah, that was a really good show. And I was also on my way to Indiana to visit a friend. So, but I got lost down the way. (laughs) Then I got Hawthorne Heights free show. I really don't remember when this was. I literally tried to look it up again. I think it was 04, 05. They were really small as a band still. They were still kind of getting their their toes wet. Uh, it was a free show at Navy Pier in Chicago. And because I was street teaming at the time, we had to go help out with the show and everything. And I just remember we goofed around with all the guys in the band and it was just, it was kind of like, you were just hanging out, having fun. And we, they were giving away these little foam basketballs because there was like some basketball thing also going on there. And so we were like having basketball, foam basketball fights. <laughs> but it was a good show. I have video of it, but it's really bad because <laughs> it's on a really old camera. And yeah, it's not great quality at all. If it was, I would totally like, fix it up and post it but i don't think it's possible to save it i have a lot of videos like that too. and then my last tour that went through wasn't really a tour tour per se it was a 10-year anniversary tour and that was the matches with the Yvonne doll killed the locals 10-year and that was in chicago and that was in 2014 and It had been a few years since they actually played shows and we were really good friends with the guys in the band and myself and the other jam girls. And then a few other friends of ours, we all went down to the show together and met up there. And it was just, it was like going to see old friends and it brought back a lot of memories and a lot of nostalgia. And 
it's just another show that you know made my heart happy but that's all i have okay on my past tours <laughs> on your past tours should we jump into the upcoming should we just do a, a very quick jump and get right I feel into like it? i feel like we just got to talk about them because we're we're more than likely not going to go to all these tours that are coming up no. in the fall i mean you might go to some but Maybe. a lot of them a lot of them aren't coming to milwaukee area a lot of them are just going to chicago because they skipped milwaukee and a lot of them i've looked at the dates and unfortunately i just don't have the work vacation to go to them because they're in the middle of like a week same same with mine and a lot come to buffalo compared to syracuse so with syracuse being smack dab in the middle but buffalo kind of pulls in you know some pennsylvania people and maybe a little bit of ohio people so yeah they tend to skip syracuse quite a bit and do albany or new york city and then buffalo didn't used to be that way when we had a promoter directly in syracuse but right it hasn't been that way for a while so a couple of tours and festivals that I would love to go to or would be excited to go to. We talked about it in the last podcast when we were talking about Warp Tour, mm -hmm. the Is For Lovers Festival. Yes. Specifically the one in Cincinnati in the lineup that they have for that one. Although I think it's the same as the following day that goes down to Tennessee. But Jimmy World, the starting line, State Champs, Hawthorne, Under Oath. It'd be a great, great show to go to. I did contemplate finding a way to go out there. I got as far as looking up how much a hotel would be, and it's really not that expensive. You need the Airbnb. No, no. I'm, I'm not going to pay $250 for a cleaning fee for a $50 It depends stay. on, you got to look at it all and you got to check it all out. I've had a lot of, a lot of uh, good experiences with the Airbnb and a lot of times they actually end up being cheaper than a hotel room. They can, but the hotels I was finding were like four star hotels and they were like $90. Ah. That's pretty, pretty well. I mean, if, uh, if Andy Schrock would like to Airbnb out the shred quarter skate warehouse in Cincinnati, I'll go there for a night. <laughs> I'm cool with that. But no, my all right. A lot of stuff that I found without Airbnb has been to get back on task. Okay, so I mentioned that little tidbit that I used to be a ska kid. Catch Twenty Two is actually going on tour, and again, as a a former ska kid, this does excite me a little bit. Uh, don't really care about any of the supporting acts, admittedly, but I would love to see Catch Twenty Two again. It's it's been a while since that Hawthorne Heights catch 22 tour that i went to so i think it's been I, a while. I think i saw that tour who else was on it the abrupters something yeah, I, don't I don't remember I don't the think name I, I don't think i recognized the bands that were with them but i remember no. catch 22 yeah so that's i think it's kicking off in september if i remember correctly most of the ones i'm going to mention are kicking off in september for what i from what i found uh, Thursday is hitting the road again, and they are going with Gel and Pink Shift. I do like some of Pink Shift's music, so I'm considering it. The Used is also going back out on tour. Mm -hmm. I've only seen them once, surprisingly, and that was on the 
Disrupt Festival back in 2019. And the OGs, Agnostic Front, are also <laughs> going out on tour. I would still absolutely love to see them. I have not had the opportunity. I believe they're coming actually here to Syracuse. So well, that's I'm, good. I may very well go to that one. It's one of those where I'm like, okay, I like their music, and I got to be able to say I saw Agnostic Front. <laughs> so I only have one more. All right. So the headliner, not so excited about, Dropkick Murphys. I've already seen them a few times, but they are going on tour with the Interrupters. Again, this is quite a ska-heavy mention with these tours, but absolutely love the Interrupters. If you've ever listened to them, it's pretty evident Amy Allen gets a lot of her influence from Tim Armstrong in Rancid. Their vocal stylings are very, very similar. She just brings a whole different dynamic to it. And it's actually interesting. She did release a solo album. I don't remember who was prior to being in the Interrupters or as a side project where it's a completely different vibe. Yeah. But I would love to see the Interrupters. I don't remember where they're coming. It was either Niagara Falls or Buffalo. And then I think they're going to Albany too depending on what the ticket prices are, it may or may not go. But again, only for the interrupters. Nice. That's my list. All right. Well, my list is a little longer than that. Yeah. Let me let me preface this by saying I am aware there are a lot more tours going on. Oh, yeah. But I, there are. I, did, I did try and keep it short. I wanted to give all the listeners like a heads up on some tours that they may like that I may or may not you know, be into, but someone might be into it. Uh, these are just a lot of tours that I noticed that were coming up. And a lot of them start either end of September or in November. Uh, the first one was the Pierce the Veil tour that's going to be in November. Uh, that has LS Dunes, Dayseeker, and Destroy Boys. I don't know any of those bands except for Dayseeker. Same. So I have no idea. Maybe I should check them out. Maybe I shouldn't. But Pierce the Veil's latest album, uh, I'd like it, but I don't like it. I prefer the album prior to that that had circles on it. But it's slowly growing on me. And then there was a, another big tour that was going to be Bullet for My Valentine. They haven't been around for a while. One. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to be touring starting in October sometime uh, with of Mice and Men and Vended. I don't know who Vended is, but I love Of Mice and Men. Yeah. I've always loved Of Mice and Men. And then there's the Halloween Havoc Tour at the mm. end of September. And I did mention this to you randomly the other day. And you weren't that excited about it. But it has Emerosa on it, The Dangerous Summer, and First and Forever, which is a band that I mentioned on one of you, our previous episodes. You did. And it's funny because we both switch off which band we are not excited for on that tour i know right so wait is it emerosa or is it emerosa i thought it was emerosa i've never seen them live to hear them pronounce their own band name so i don't i don't know i don't know i've just thought it always was emerosa who knows then the next tour was the kiss of death tour which kicks off in november sometime and that's ice nine kills in this moment avatar and new year's day which, I mean, I've seen Ice Nine Kills and New Year's Day before on Warp Tour. So, I mean, I, I would go see them again, but 
unfortunately, like I said, in the beginning of this, a lot of these tours aren't coming close enough to me. And then the next tour I put down was Real Friends and Knuckle Puck that starts in November sometime with One Step Closer and Arm's Length. I'm not into that tour, but maybe one of our listeners or multiple listeners are into that and you should definitely go see it. So real quick, I'm going to go back to our episode where we're talking about other emo bands. Mm -hmm. Arm's Length was going to be my number four if we went Ah. beyond three. Arm's Length is good. I do like them. Well, that's good to know. And then the Memphis May Fire tour with Atreyu is at the end of August with Catch Your Breath and Another Day Dawns, another couple bands I've never heard of. It's funny how you look at these tours that are coming up and you've never heard of these bands, but I mean, that's kind of what this podcast is about, new bands. So, I mean, I guess I should check these bands out and see if they're any good. Then the next tour I put down was the Head Automatica tour in September with Foxy Shazam. I would go see Head Automatica, but I'm not a huge fan of Foxy Shazam. No? No. But I've seen Head Automatica a long time ago. Yeah, I saw them, I want to say 2005. It's been a while. I would be curious to see who the opener opener is because they have to have somebody more local. Or somebody smaller joining that tour. Then there was a new tour that recently got announced that I saw. Census Fail is also going on tour in September with Holding Absence and Thousand Below. I've heard of Holding Absence, but I've never heard of Thousand Below. And then my very last one that I wanted to mention was the Speaking Our Language tour in September. That's Boys Like Girls as the headliner with State Champs, Four Year Strong, 303 and the Somerset. Now this band and this tour is coming to Madison. However, unfortunately it's on a Wednesday night (laughs) and it's at the Sylvie in Madison, which is known for being a little overpriced. Okay. I know. And that's the problem I have too. It's like you get these great tours that come through, but then it costs like $50 or more with all the charges just to go. So you're looking yeah. at over $100 for myself and my husband to go with me. What's I the know. problem? You want to spend $100? <laughs> no. No? No, that's exactly why I didn't go to the Under Oath show that came to Syracuse. Yeah, some of the tours are definitely way more money than I've ever spent on a show. I just remember tours when they were like 20 bucks. Yeah, $20 you know? in most, 25 Or if you went to the rave, they used to have free shows. They used to give out free tickets. So as long as you like are 21 and older and you buy two drinks, you can get in free. So that was a cheaper route. I wish places did stuff like that, like discounts. It'd be great. I could afford more shows. Discount? Like discounts on tickets? Yes. There was one more I did want to mention, and it's it's not necessarily a band, and it's currently going on now. Uh, Emo Night Brooklyn ah. is currently touring. Uh, they are coming, I think they're coming to Syracuse. I think they they're coming, coming to, to Madison. Or they already did. I can't remember. Okay, so there's 
uh, there's two separate dates that they are coming to Syracuse. Uh, sorry, one is in Buffalo, one's in Syracuse. They're opening for Yellow Card and Story of the Year. Yep. They definitely are. That's great. I mean, I was not aware of that. The only people on the t- on the bill that was advertised for our stop was Yellow Card and Story of the Year. They put no one else on it, so it was a little weird, but... Well, are you going to go? Yeah, I've got my tickets. Well, that's right. Yeah. My best friend is sitting the row behind me, and we're going to cause some mayhem. I'm definitely jealous, because I really want to see my Story of the Year boys again. <laughs> I will print a giant picture of you and hold it up and maybe they'll remember you sure dan might recognize me <laughs> i mean i did did recently go to their cd release in st louis that was back in march and that was really good because that was a bucket list of mine i wanted to go see them play at the pageant at least once in my life and it was a great great show with lots of energy because they always put on a lot of energy no backflips, unfortunately, because they are getting older. Plus, Ryan was not feeling good. He had food poisoning prior to the show, but he was going to go on because got to do it for the fans. But that was a great trip I took, and I definitely brought back a lot of memories. And I met a lot of new friends and met people that I hadn't met in person yet that are also fans of my favorite band. Anywho. Is that how we're going to meet one day? Probably. when are you coming to wisconsin when is there a good show wait back up because you said the boys like girls and state champs tour is coming through right yeah but you don't want to spend a hundred dollars no i mean if you came maybe i'd spend the money all right i'm coming but i mean that is when is it it is a wednesday i i can work remote so it doesn't matter it doesn't matter where i am what uh what i I don't remember what date it was i know that the tour started at the end of september i want to say october 18th let's see how right you are if you're exactly right that means we have to go you're exactly right (laughs) i felt like i remembered it was close to my birthday so the only problem is i don't fly well that's a nice like nine hour drive it's longer than that for me it's got to be is it unless i go through canada from here to madison Maybe it's 10. I don't know. You're going to look it up right now. So. I'm looking it up right now as we speak. This is riveting, riveting content. But I know our listeners are cheering for us to hang out <laughs> at some point. It is 12 and a half hours. Oh, that was awesome. So if I come, hours. I will be flying. <laughs> well, I mean, I could try and pick you up at the airport. Thanks. So I'll do most of the work <laughs> and you just... I don't, I, hey, I don't have a lot of vacation hours, so yeah. I don't really either, but I have so many things going on in the fall that unfortunately work and adulting takes precedent. Okay, so I will see you uh, October 18th. 18th. Maybe in on this podcast, but probably that not in person. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. I think we should end this episode now. That sounds like a great plan. Yes. Well, we hope you enjoyed our interesting talk about tours and past tours. Yep. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you for listening and do all the stuff, you know, subscribe and like all of our pages and all of our listening platforms. 
and we will see you next time or talk to you next time, whichever you prefer. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.